Hi, welcome to the podcast that asks, have you ever been in the middle of a shower and found that you're cradling your gentle parts gently, washing your whole body with your pricey face wash because you've been so distracted by daydreams of the daydreams of the end of times? Welcome to Treacle. My name is Micah Sigourney, and this is the podcast Treacle. I've been wanting to name something Treacle for a really long time. I've had it in my names notebook. We all have names notebooks, right? My names notebook is many, many pages of names for bands or songs or clubs or parties or drag queens or art projects that I may make or may never make. It's an ongoing forever list. Treacle has been in my book since around 2004. 2004 was when I started my short-lived print and bandana line, which I called Horseface. Other contenders for the bandana line were Brides or Treacle. And that's when it got in my book. After ditching Treacle for Horseface, I imagined maybe a street style or fashion magazine slash blog. It was around this time that one day leaving the Olympic Flame Cafe with a boyfriend, a new boyfriend, probably around 12 or 1 p.m., very hungover with that dried and somehow wet look one achieves from a night of endless Jaeger, no water, cocaine, and barely any sleep. As we left the Olympic flame, a young man or a woman or a young person, a person that was younger than me, a person wearing a digital camera around their neck, asked us for a picture for their fashion blog. I was probably wearing super tight jeans, a black tank top, a leather vest, combat boots, or those pointy leather shoes that click on the sidewalk. Nothing major. I mean, truly, I don't remember, but I assume it was like that. And I remember thinking that if this picture showed up on Tumblr or whatever, it would cement our fresh romance into an ongoing forever thing. We broke up. The picture never surfaced, but that's where I got the idea for a fashion blog or something. It was also around this time that Jay and I and a troop of our vagabond friends stumbled upon a sliver of a store, barely wide enough for two people standing side by side, that had several stark glass pillar types of cases. Each mirrored shelf held three different glass dildos. The shop was called Glass Dildo Me. Glass dildo me. Glass dildo me. I imagine it had an exclamation point, so it was like an imperative. Glass dildo me! Fellas! When we stumbled into Glass Dildo Me, we had probably just come from breakfast at the cafe near the new federal building in San Francisco on 7th Street, a place that we called free breakfast because eggs and two extras was about $1.99. And it was only served till 10, which meant that after a night of partying, we would have to shake loose dozing bodies and chains from our odd collection of overstuffed velveteen couches. It was always a mad rush for breakfast, for free breakfast. First, wake up. Someone had set their alarm for nine. So we'd wake up, wake up everyone else. Then we'd gather change and disperse paper cash from one person's pocket to another friend's palm, whoever need, wherever need led us with the money. 
and we hurried to pick out and choose the sluttiest, faggiest outfits we had. They were nightlife looks mixed with edge-of-misery looks. Furs, chains, tank tops that were more holes than fabric, jeans disintegrating at the asses and the crotches. Nicky, who always dressed that way anyway, was often lending us furs from his broad collection. And slutty free breakfast was slutty because, specifically, the cafe mostly catered to construction workers. I remember stumbling in there, stumbling over each other, stumbling in general. There was a lot of stumbling, but entering into free breakfast and there were men wearing hard hats and safety vests and dusty boots and construction workery type of clothes. But there was this one guy who had on jeans. This was around that time when jean, everything was je- like jeans were super cool. Like jeans are always cool, whatever. But these were like the times when there were sevens and there was true religion and uh, Urban Outfitters had like 30 different brands of jeans. And there was a store in Valencia called Self Edge that had really fancy denim, like expensive ass denim because denim is so cool. You know, like when denim was like luxury item and item for everyman. And this one construction worker was wearing, I think it was True Religions, but it had rhinestones on the fucking back pockets. Like a pair of jeans that someone's mom might wear to a country concert these days to like feel fun with the gals, you know, like that. But he was a construction worker and it was before 10 a.m. And we would vibe on all of the hard hats and we'd figure out who the gayest was. Often I thought it was him. He was there like I remember seeing him three times. And it was after, probably after, one of these free breakfasts that we ended up at Glass Dildo Me. And Jay bought a dildo. It was clear and colorless. And it had these glass beads on it all over, like warts. I guess, like, like textured for your pleasure. It had a sinister curve and a cruel, narrow tip. And was henceforth known as the witch's finger. Or witch finger? Witch finger? Witch finger. Witch finger? Treacle was meant to be used for a magazine or fashion blog that I hoped after its debut would get recognized by Paper Magazine or Dazed Magazine and they would name Treacle their spiritual West Coast little sister. And then I would have a staff to rule over. My fantasy fantasy version of a magazine is that I have a staff. (laughs) It's not like champagne and limos. It's like, I have a staff, girl. But after I started drag... Treacle, the magazine, disappeared along with a lot of other projects. And a lot of those names went unused. I think Treacle is actually a dessert. I think it's probably like a British dessert. They have so many weird desserts in Britain. And I think Treacle is actually a British dessert. And I think that because of my father. My father is an Irish immigrant from Ireland. He's an an American citizen now, but... So I think I've had Treacle. Or I imagine also that Treacle could probably be a sweet syrup. I could look it up. But I, I'm not super interested in the like, actual truth of what treacle is. To me, it's something that's so sickly sweet. Like, it, it's, it's sweet, but too much or extra. And it sounds, it sounds good. Treacle. Treacle, treacle, treacle. I imagine it as a syrup that you put on top of a cake or on top of the cream on top of a cake. I could be wrong. That's not so important. The word, like I said, reminds me of my dad. My dad's an Irish immigrant. He was born in 1940, and he grew up in the town of Mount Melek, all the way down at the end of Strahard. Not all the way down, there were a few farms past, but he was down Strahard a bit, off Harbor Street. And um, little areas of Mount Melek also had names, too. I don't remember the name where my father's house was. 
in my father's life in the house, he remembers them getting electricity and then telephone lines. And then also there's the pump in the yard at that house still where they would gather water for their pots for cooking, bathing and all the rest. My dad was the type of poor, or rather his family was the type of poor that for Christmas, him and each of his siblings got oranges for Christmas. It's that Frank McCourt level of romanticized Irish poverty, the cinema version, which in truth was probably pretty fucking awful. When he was young, one of his aunts brought over a very rich chocolate cake. It may have been his birthday. In my remembrance, it was his birthday. It's better if it's his birthday. And he ate so much. He ate so much of this chocolate cake that he quickly became sick from it. So ill that he couldn't move from his bed, which I imagine he shared with a sibling or two. He was so ill that he couldn't move. And when he needed to throw up, he just turned his head to the side. And a thin line of chocolatey saliva and bile and a little amount of vomit just slid down his face in this narrow stream from the corner of his mouth to the white pillow. Treacle. That's what I think of. Extra. That's my dad's story for too much of anything will make you sick, even if it's good, even if it's bad. And for me, that story is get that damn cake no matter what the consequences. So that's episode one. (laughs) I'm going to come at you as often as I can. Uh, Obviously, currently, I have a little extra free time on my hands. Each episode will be different. I don't have an agenda here. It's just for fun and to see what happens. Mm -hmm.